dwelling in the darkest depths of the mind. It's time for Mark D. Valenti and Brain Burrow. I thought you'd please. You in show business, kid? You sure know how to make an entrance. Look, you gotta do something. Jason's alive. He killed my friend, and now he's coming for me. You gotta cool out, boy. You already almost got your head blown off. Will you listen, damn it? Don't piss me off, Junior, or I will repaint this office with your brains. Look, Jason is alive. We dug up his body. I was gonna cremate him. Hold it, whoa. What's your name, son? Well, Tommy Jarvis, but look, we've gotta do something. He's even more powerful now. Aren't that... you the kid whose mother and friends were killed by that maniac? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason murdered him. Hello everyone, this is Mark D. Valenti, and this is yet another episode of Brain Burrow. This is one of our Digging Deep sessions where we have a chance to talk to our guests, and our guest has a chance to talk about what does he fear, what does he value, what does he want for himself? And then you, the listener and viewer, have a chance to say, how does this apply to me? So I'm very pleased to have on the show today, Mr. Tom Matthews, and I'm going to hand it over to him by asking him the big open-ended question, who exactly is Tom Matthews? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. I don't know. I, you know, I think uh, me, like most people, we're, we're constantly evolving and uh, changing. And, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a Sagittarius, so I never really like to define my choices, uh, unlike a lot of people I know. And I, you know, applaud them for that, especially the women in my life. They know what they want, and I'm afraid to, you know, say what that is because it's all. I, I feel like it's always changing for me. So, I feel like the goalpost is always moving, and I mean, I feel this way, you know, in a three months from now or a year from now. So I, I, I kind of, uh, kind of put off making a, a, a definitive decision about certain certain things. Not not everything, but you know. Uh, sure. I, I, so I, you know, who is Tom Matthews? He's evolving and hopefully into <laughs> a better person. <laughs> well, <laughs> I appreciate you uh, answering that question like that. Cause sure. it is, you know, it's meant to evoke, you know, what you're talking about. What's what, who are you as a person? So where do you think this sort of attitude of ever changing comes from? I mean, it's got to come from somewhere, Tom, where's it come from in you? Uh, it comes from my different perspectives, perspectives on life mm. and my experiences and my, you know, my wisdoms and, and, and things that I've, I, I, I learn and the mistakes that I've made and hopefully um, learned from after a few times, at least, um, uh, not make the same mistakes, um, you know, and, and things that I've seen and the way people have treated me and how I like to treat other people. And mm. Yeah, I mean, thank you very much, because uh, you're essentially accumulation of everything that's ever happened to you basically like we all are uh, was there any specific event in your life that really defines you anything that's ever happened uh well yes uh, uh when i was dating this girl and she suggested i become an actor and hmm. and uh you know how, how normally when you feel something's right you feel in your in your gut and you go yeah well this was totally different and i've never felt it ever since it's literally like she took a needle and stuck it in my head and this like explosion wow. happened in my brain and um so that was that was pretty interesting and i i kind of paid attention to it and started studying acting uh soon after that got into a class and stuff and and 
uh, as you know, when you're studying acting, it's you're kind of studying yourself and you're putting the camera on you and or the, the focus on you and you're trying to figure out what, what makes you tick and, and different things. So it, it kind of, I was kind of shy growing up, hmm. um, very quiet to myself. I didn't really say a lot. Um, and so that kind of, uh, that process of studying acting and, and, and was kind of like a, an easy way for me not to be myself, but to be other characters and kind of express myself. And hmm. I think um, um, doing that uh, kind of was able to op open myself up and have more confidence in myself growing up. I didn't have a lot of confidence growing up when I was a kid. You know, mm -hmm. I thought everyone knew what I knew. So therefore I knew nothing, um, <laughs> if that makes any sense at all. And I, it was only later on that um, I found out like uh, some of the things in particular that I knew had some value to it, um, which was interesting and, and kind of blew my mind a little bit. So, uh, you know, it's like I said, it's an ongoing process and uh, it's been, it's been, I've been lucky. You know, nothing major traumatic has happened in my life and uh, I've been very lucky. So knock on wood. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for kind of taking us through that journey a little bit, um, including, as you said, that explosion with really when acting was sort of presented to you as, as a way to um, almost redefine your life. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. It's been interesting. It's been an interesting journey. I love acting. You know, I love getting into the characters and, 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 and do the different things. Also, it's also um, not only the characters, but it's also some of the parts I'm able to just, you know, get very vulnerable with myself and express that. And it, I think it's been pretty well received. I mean, I, I recently did a movie where I, I sang for the first time and I was terrified. I tried to get out of it. I tried to not do the project. <laughs> I did everything. But it turned out, the scene turned out really well. And I was really, really proud of it. I actually use it on my reel when I'm mm. sending it out for, for auditions and stuff like that. Um, so it's, it's been, been interesting for sure. Yeah. So, you know, being vulnerable, obviously, is something that most of us, you know, like to avoid. Well, what did you learn about yourself, you know, going through that process? Uh, that it's say it's okay. You know, it's... Uh, okay to show your feelings and um, uh, almost encouraged. I know a lot of actors who like uh, famous, who, who they're famous now, um, who I saw coming up, they, they weren't, they were acting at something. They were faking it. They were uh, tricking people. And only later on in their, in their careers where they, actually became vulnerable and they had a real honest moment and that that's that's gold right there i mean that's when you let people in and show your vulnerability and or you know a, a particular i mean you can be vulnerable and be a, a, a villain too it depends on your your attitude you know what, what what you got going on but it was uh it's interesting a great point, again, about being your authentic self, you know, and allowing yourself to be your authentic self. And, and every, everyone's yeah. different, you know, everyone is unique in their own way. And they, they look at things differently. And, 
have a different take on stuff and express things differently. And I think everyone, everyone, you know, is special in their own way. I mean, we're all, it's a cliche, but God's creations and, and uh, you know, everyone could be, you know, everyone is special in their own way. There's no one like you and there's no one like me and, you know, sure. it goes on alone. Yeah, I think that's a great point on that. And I actually want to talk about that a little bit more. So how is Tom Matthews special in, in his own way? Uh, I just try to be a better person than I'm a better I'm a better father than my father was to me. Hmm. So if my children are better parents uh, than I am to them, and it continues like that, um, I think we're, we're, we're doing pretty good. We're, we're in pretty good shape. So um, who am I? Yeah, I'm just trying to be honest uh, and, uh, you know, uh, on, my, on my tombstone, I would like it to say, leave, leave it better than you found it. Hmm. A, nice, uh, <laughs> a nice thing. Well, in that you know, is remarkable because that seems to be the theme of your life, right? You, you constantly say you're learning from your mistakes, you're moving forward, yes. you're, you're learning. Yeah. And it sounds like it's a theme of the generational part of yeah, your and, life as well. And, and, and every, in every facet, I mean, along with acting and, mm -hmm. you know, I'm a, I, I do a lot of construction. I've always done it. I work with my hands and built things. And um, uh, now I have a crew of people and, and it's very creative and I'm constantly learning uh, I know how to do a lot of different things, mm -hmm. but I also recognize the people who do it better than I do. So uh, there's a lot of artistry in it, which is very creative for me, because um, I, I could kind of consider myself an artist, first and foremost. I mean, I've done, a friend of mine did that painting, but I've painted stuff before and, and kind of visually colored colors together and, and, and things like that. And so when you're acting, of course, that's also another uh, another canvas to, to paint on, as it were, uh, to show different colors and emotions and things like that. So, uh, yeah, just keep evolving, learning, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's and it sounds like art plays an important part of your life. It do, it does it does. I like you know, I like looking at things and, and fixing things and making them better. Than what they were. Um, I've been lucky to work with a lot of great designers and stuff. So I, I've stole a lot of ideas from them. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a compliment to them. And the fact that I'm able to recreate it or, you know, do something with it is, is, uh, is good. Right. No, I think that it makes sense. And I want to talk about the L word that you mentioned at least twice so far, the lucky word in a moment. But I also want to ask you if you're familiar with the term entropy. No. Entropy means it's the tendency of the universe to constantly fall into disarray. So if you don't cut your grass, it becomes overgrown. Yes. If you don't keep, right? So something tells me that you're the exact opposite of entropy, that you're battling against it at all points. Uh, all the time. <laughs> I, all the time. Yeah. I mean, so so how, it's got to feel exhausting sometimes, though, to, it, to have that. It is. It is exhausting. Uh, I have a big property, and I'm the one that's taking care of it, <laughs> along with other people's houses. And my wife uh, is uh, rescuing dogs. So right now we have eight dogs. Oh, my gosh. And that just piles on to my, my stuff. I mean, uh, I support her as much as I can, but she kind of 
which is a lot. Um, mm. uh, it's hard to sometimes and frustrating when you're when you have things in your hand and two dogs want to go in the, two dogs want to go in the door and two dogs want to come out of the door at the same time. So um, <laughs> it's uh, it's challenging, but it's uh, she enjoys it and you know I love, love all the dogs. So it's uh, we're sure. trying to get homes for them and stuff like that. But it, it is challenging sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, obviously uh, there's a lot of, again, positive that you're bringing to the world, right? You're helping dogs. You're, you're obviously employing people in your business. Uh, yes. You mentioned about being frustrated sometimes, right? Like we all do. So how do you know when you're feeling especially frustrated? Uh, how do I know? I just, uh, I just get stressed out and, and, and just react badly, I guess. Mm-hmm. or are very short, you know, with people, uh, like that just becomes short and because I'm wrapped up in my own thing as all of us are in our daily lives. And, and, and it gets, uh, you don't, you're not really able to step out at that moment and you can reflect later and probably should have, should, should have said, say something that you regret later on or, you know, do something that you'll regret later on. Or you kind of, I, I always kind of, I always kind of look at myself first to see what I did to cause a situation or how something was perceived and what I could have done better. So I'm pretty good about that. Um, you know, if I, if I, if I get a certain reaction, I always kind of like look at myself to see what I did to, to get, to, to elicit that that particular reaction first that's always where i go first and then i if that all checks out then it's you know it's it's something else but i always look at myself first well and that's kind of responsibility for well right and that's commendable right i mean it's you it's you have a self-awareness you know a lot of people can't admit you know whenever they did something that perhaps wasn't as effective yes. but it sounds like you're aware you're acutely aware whenever you're in a situation where you maybe not have uh, communicated as well as you could have. Right. And I, 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 I kind of, uh, I've resented my parents mm. uh, because um, not giving me those skills to be able to communicate better. I still don't do it. I still don't. I'm still worse. I'm terrible at it. I'm better than I was, but um, I could be a lot better. Um, uh, so I've been, all, been resentful of my parents Mm. in my 30s or 40s and uh, because I wanted to have those skills and you know I wasn't shown the way to do that you know my mom my mom had three boys by the time she was 21 wow insane (laughs) three boys I mean that's just like crash and burn and we were we were not easy it just you know crash and burn and just into all kinds of trouble and god bless her you know she just Mm. passed about four months ago so oh i'm so sorry to hear that yeah that's okay and just you know at her at her her memorial uh i talked about that touched on that a little bit mm-hmm. you know i i did mention that um that i was her favorite you know <laughs> and i said that that's how she made each one of us feel like we were their favorite because she she was just not i mean she was not a perfect person, but she did love us unconditionally. And it was, 
it was amazing. So I felt like I was her favorite. And I'm sure my brothers thought that they were her favorite too, because that's how she made you feel. Sure. So uh, that was good. But, you know, just being exposed to uh, being able to talk about your feelings and stuff like that and your problems. And my dad, my dad was, my, my, my father was from Texas mm-hmm. and uh, kind of a redneck, you know, not a mm-hmm. very kind of a bigot and mm-hmm. redneck and all those things. So it was kind of tough and hard to be around him at times, but he just, uh, he was my dad. So you had to accept him for who he was and sure, you know, go on from there. Yeah. And, you know, again, I give you a lot of credit for talking through this because it doesn't sound like it was necessarily the easiest time for you in some of these communications with your parents. Yeah, no. Uh -uh. And so I guess, you know, I'm imagining as a kid, especially not getting that guidance on how to have those vulnerable conversations. But yet I'm hearing from you, Tom, and you're very self-reflective. You're very emotionally intelligent. So how did you pick up those skills that were never really imparted to you? Uh, I think, but I think my, I spent a lot of, my brother and I moved in with my grandmother. So she was very caring and, you know, uh, uh, giving. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I, I also think, I think we're, we're all kind of born with a certain uh, disposition and personality. I've seen kids come out and they, they're, they're born a certain way and they already have a certain attitude. So maybe I was, I was lucky that I got some of that. My, my, some of my siblings aren't, uh, they're black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them in particular. So it's a little hard. Um, but, uh, I do respect his commitment to what he believes, which is, you know, something I touched on earlier, which I don't, I mean, whatever he's thinking, that's what, that's how it is. I'm, I'm open to it being, it changing tomorrow or in, in six months. So I never like really, I never like to really define what I liked or, you know, chose, cho- chose in any particular point in my life. Hmm. So it could come off as being a little procrastination a little bit but there's just a, a fear of making a choice I go because I, I didn't want to define me because I felt like I was always constantly growing and, and changing because hmm. my opinion would change mm-hmm. well and it's part of being a human being right is you're constantly yeah. taking in your environment and learning but it also sounds Correct. like it sounds like you may also be self-judging a little bit about uh, maybe not being used to her maybe not being able to make a choice I mean so what's Talk yeah, I, you know, I, 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 women are really good at being definitive and I like this and I like that and I like it this way. Mm-hmm. And then I'll buy into that and I go, and then I said, but you liked it this way. Said, well, I changed my mind. It's like, what? You can't change your mind. You've already said it. <laughs> so that's right. like, I'm just, oh, <laughs> That would drive me nuts. Right, it's part of the permanent record. Yes, it once, and it's so okay. To, and it's okay to change your mind, but right, I, you know, I just <laughs> you know, I could never do it. No, I mean, again, I think it, it shows a lot, though, about your ability to adapt. You know, and I think it's a positive. I think, you know, for you, Tom, I think it's how do you. How, you know, you're self-reflective, you take appropriate responsibility when you may have screwed something up, which is again, fantastic. How do you stop yourself from getting to the point where you're almost beating yourself up though? Um, 
beating myself. Well, I don't really, I don't really do that too much. That's great. Uh, yeah, I it's just it's not it's not positive. It, I don't really, yeah, I don't really. I just you know I don't really dwell on that so much. I just I'm I'm just busy all the time, so I don't really have a lot of time to reflect. Uh, I kind of like it that way, you know. I I, I uh, I'll do something and that's I'll get lost in something like either just painting, which I haven't done in a long time or work on something. It's almost like uh, meditation, you know, mm -hmm. it's almost like, um, so uh, I get focused on that it's creative. So I kind of do that. Um, I don't really beat myself up too much uh, anymore. Well, again, that's fantastic. And it speaks to your personal growth and your own evolution yeah. over time. So again, wonderful. Uh, so, you mentioned the L word a third time. So I want to talk about luck again. Uh -huh. So, so tell me what, what that's about, right? Because for me personally, I'm not a, you know, luck happens. Sure. So, you know, you can go outside well, and yeah, whatever, but tell me what luck means to you. Well, I think luck happens when you're prepared to accept it. Mm. So, <laughs> um, I feel like I got lucky when I did a couple of movies early on. But I had I had to be in the right place at the right time. I had to go. My wife always always is always talking about, you know, we got to win the lotto. I said, honey, we're not going to win if we don't play. So you got to play, and if you're playing, you might get lucky. So same for acting, and same for a lot of different things. I mean, um, construction, for example. I was doing slowly doing projects. Uh, I've been doing construction my whole life. My dad was uh, uh, in construction. My grandfather worked for the studio. So we always had tools around and stuff like that. So long story short, uh, every project I was doing uh, was becoming bigger and bigger. So it created more paperwork and the necessary stuff that you have to do to run a business. You have to do the paperwork and you have to you know, get on the computer and I'm all self-taught with that and on Excel spreadsheets and all that stuff. So um, I did one job, it was big, but it prepared me for the next job. And if I wouldn't have had that job in between, I would have been prepared for the next job. Same for acting, you know, you, 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 you study and you, you uh, prepare and, and you get lucky. <laughs> Well, and it reminds me of that quote you may have heard. It's, uh, it says, luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. Correct. Exactly. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Well, and, and I think the reason why, you know, I'm kind of calling that out um, is about giving yourself more credit, right? I mean, because to me, luck is, okay, just happens around you. But you, as you said, you're the one that- Well, no. Okay. It. I'm lucky. Here, I'm really lucky. Get this. Okay. I'm lucky. I'm very lucky at getting parking spaces. Mm. Okay. I will pull into a parking space and it will be packed and then someone will be pulling out. I mean, it doesn't happen once. It happens a lot to me. So I am lucky when that happens. That's Constantly. That's I could never, I mean, I could, I don't even have to drive around a hundred times. Someone will be pulling out. I'll pull right in. Well, that's almost People like a superpower have, or something. It's like, it's weird. <laughs> Interesting. So okay. That, that's a true being truly lucky. In yes, my, I think that's actually a great, a great example. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
really is. So we're actually almost out of time. So I want to kind of give you a chance to answer a final question. Um, what advice would you give the listeners and viewers out there, um, especially if they're struggling? What advice would you give them? On, yeah, on I mean, everyone's struggling. I, I'm, I struggle. Everyone struggles. It's, uh, it's mm -hmm. life is tough. And um, whatever you can do to make it less tough or have a positive attitude and, and uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's always, you know, just try and just hang in there and, and be true to yourself and, and be very quiet. Uh, mm -hmm. Do what you do. Uh, you may not notice that people are noticing you and, but they will pick up on you. And, and um, if you have something that you're, you're passionate about and you just put your, 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 your mind to it and just start doing that. Um, it'll, you'll be successful doing that. I mean, and, and by successful, I mean, you'll be doing it all, all the time and, and hopefully be, be able to uh, live off of that financially, you know, doing what you love to do. And then it won't feel like work. You'll be doing, I've been lucky. I've been again, lucky that way. I've been set up that way hmm. um, uh, to be able to do two things that I love to do and that's build and, and act. So uh, I've been, you know, I kind of set that up though, didn't I? Yes, you did. <laughs> and that is a great revelation to have at the end of the show here that you're the one that set it up. So, so thank you. So thank you, Tom, for sharing that. And thank you for being My on the pleasure. show today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's yeah, my pleasure as well. So, of course, I want to thank the listeners and viewers out there for tuning into yet another episode of Brainborough. On behalf of Tom Matthews, this is Mark B. Valenti. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks, Mark. You just dug deep with Mark D. Do you want more? Follow Mark on Instagram at Valenti Horror and subscribe to the Brainborough Podcast.